Good morning! I'm coming to you live from my bed, literally this morning, like Tuesday morning. Because, <laughs> you know, it just be like that sometimes. And um, I have been home with my family. So my husband and my son were home for all week long, all last week, yes, all weekend, yesterday. Because Leo got a little cold. And um, it's so funny. I feel like with kids, you know, like he literally just woke up in the middle of the night crying one day and was like, you know, my throat. No, it wasn't his throat. It was his nose. He kept sniffing really like hard and was like, I can't breathe. This is terrible. It's it's going to be like this forever. He's, you know, he gets a little worried about stuff and so you know we brought him into our bed popped him up on some pillows like he slept okay and we slept okay but you know obviously especially right now in covid times we like kept him home and then um you know the congestion took like three or four days to really go away so there went the school week for him so he was not at preschool and then my husband um he has to go on site for his job so, you know, he called them and like, because you have to report any illness in the house. And so they made him stay home. They said, they said he had to stay home um, until Leo had zero symptoms for 24 hours. And then when he asked, like, could I just get a COVID test? They said, you can. Oh, God. Sorry. I'm like waking up, I guess. I said, you can, but you have to quarantine for five days, like away from your family for five days before you get a COVID test. And um, he's like, okay, well, that's like not going to happen because we live in like a two bedroom house and like I have a five year old, you know? So anyway, he, he did get a COVID test finally yesterday, but um, after being home all week long. So anyway, um, I had, you know, Lots of things on my to-do list that just never got done because I, you know, there was, there, there was people everywhere, people all around. Like, they messed up my, my TikTok schedule. Like, I'm telling y'all, like, I was like, okay, this is my last week home before I go back to the salon and y'all are just cramping my style. The hell? I mean, it's fine. It was fine. We survived. But last night, Leo stayed at my parents' house because he's been he's been totally fine for since Friday. So he stayed over their house because he goes to their house on Tuesdays anyway. And then he was asking for a sleepover because he probably was just real bored of us, which was cool. So now, like, the mornings are always really weird when he's not here. It's, like, super quiet. And then Kyle leaves for work early at, like, 7.15, so... Here I am because I didn't get the podcast done before. Uh, oh well. Um, so, oh my God, what was I going to talk about? See, shit, this is what happens, you guys. Um, oh, changing your mind. Changing your mind in business, in life, but especially in business because people like to say that that's like, you know, you should see things through and stuff. So there's a couple things I'm going to say about it. First thing, 
Oh my gosh, I think I need to sit up so I can stop yawning. Um, too comfy, too comfy laying down in my bed. Um, so the first, first thing I'm going to say is just that it's fine if you change your mind. It's your life. It's your business. You get to make the rules. You get to decide what the fuck is going on and what you're going to do. And, um, you know, of course there's like a lot, there can be a lot that goes in to making a decision. Um, and so there's kind of like two parts to this equation. Um, first, you know, like I said, you're allowed to change your mind. If you decide, Hey, I want to like go down this route, go down this road, try this thing. You, you, you go down there you think like, oh my gosh. Okay, sitting up obviously didn't help with my yawning. Um, and all of a sudden, you know, you give it a whirl and you're kind of like, uh, this doesn't feel right. Okay, maybe it was something else that I needed to try. Or maybe uh, I need to tweak this thing. Or maybe I actually, you know, didn't need to change anything at all. Like, you just have to really listen to yourself and trust yourself and know that you do have a a firm grip on what the fuck you maybe need or want right and I think what ends up happening and I know I'm gonna get into my story behind this next um is I think oftentimes we get caught up in in the needs and shoulds and and not so much on the wants and um just like what feels right or feels good because it's so easy to get sucked into a trap and there's so many kinds of traps there's a trap for everything it seems like and um one of them a lot like a big part of that is like this overconsumption trap where you can you start consuming other people's stuff so much that it like infiltrates your brain and then you kind of forget who who you are and what what you're about and like what you want to do you start putting in the oh i need to do that i should do that i need to blah 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 i should have a la 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 and then before you know it you're like either paying other people for like five different strategies that you've like fallen into on you know perusing instagram or you've fallen into like, you know, a bunch of other ideologies or like you get caught up in the the bright, shiny objects, you know, bright, shiny object syndrome. Um, you get caught up in the like needing to make X amount of dollars in X amount of time, all of which are traps because <laughs> – First of all, that making making a certain amount of money in a certain amount of time is like a surefire way to like whatever's the opposite of ignite your fire. Like just put it the fuck out. Like it's just gonna it's gonna it's it's not a good way it is not a way to measure any type of success at all. And it's it's also not a way to live your life like the it's like an if then statement like once i do this then i'll be able to do you know whatever the thing is and it's like what's the rush you know i mean think about anything you've ever done and i know this is so cliche but like think about anything you've ever done well chances are it wasn't something that 
fresh out the gate, you were doing that well. Like, it's just impossible. So if we put that much pressure on ourselves and on our business to like produce a certain outcome by a certain date, then we're going to be looking at ways it's failing all the time. All the time. Nothing's ever going to be good enough because chances are it's not going to happen because just like shit just doesn't work that way. I mean, maybe sometimes you might get lucky and it does, but for the most part, you're going to be like setting yourself up to fail. And that mindset is like a total, total just lack mindset. If we can say something like, I want to make X amount of dollars in my business or not even in my business, you guys, let's start focusing on just like, I am ready to receive X amount of dollars and like, I am open to it coming from literally anywhere, anywhere. I think you'd be surprised at how how it comes to you, right? Because if we're just like, no, but I want it to be in the business, then we're going to be putting so much pressure on that and like focusing, hyper-focusing on that to the point of if it's not happening or doesn't look like it's going to happen or the projections aren't correct, then we're going to start like spinning out before we even have a chance to see the result, Right? So that's one example. And another one is, you know, with as far as like changing your mind, I just, (laughs) so, so much has happened for me, oh gosh, in my life and in my business over the past almost year. Um, Yeah, March. Since March of last year, you know, when we all went into shutdown, we went into lockdown mode. Um, I live in the Bay Area and, you know, I'm a hairstylist outside of being a business coach. And we were shut down for six months. So we didn't go back to work until September. And then, um, and then in September, we went back. October, November, for three months. And at the beginning of December, they shut us down again. And now tomorrow will be my first day back to the salon since that shut down. So needless to say, I've had lots of time um, at home, <laughs> lots of time at home, which I actually ended up not minding at first. Okay. Even though I was on, I was very much on a journey. I was on my like whatever you want to call it, sort of spiritual like awakening slash, um, you know, inner work journey. Like I, 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 when I opened my studio in 2018, I was very much in hustle mode. Not so much, well, it's interesting because after I had my son, I couldn't work very much because my husband was a firefighter and he was basically like a traveling firefighter because he worked for the state and we have hell of crazy wildfires here in California. So he was always gone. Um, He was always traveling around like far away for weeks and weeks at a time. So I couldn't work very much because like his schedule wasn't reliable. Like, you know, I I had my parents to help me. But like, you know, at the time, like I didn't have money for a nanny or whatever. So my sister watched my son one day, my dad watched him another day. And then um, 
I, I had to, I tried to rely on Kyle's schedule for like one day a week. And, um, but my, my family really pulled, pulled up the slack. They like really helped me. But anyway, um, you know, I was only working a couple days a week, so I couldn't really be in hustle mode at that time. Like it, you know, I was a mom that was hustle mode. I was a mom of an infant who was super high, (laughs) high needs and didn't sleep and like always had stuff going on. So, you know, that was like my life for until he was probably two. And then when he went to preschool, I was like, okay, like I have some extra time. Um, of course I filled it with work. Um, never like anything personal or like fun. Although I always told myself that work was my outlet. Work was my fun. I didn't need to do any, I didn't need a hobby because I loved my job. And although sure you can love your job and still like want a hobby or like deserve a hobby, like everyone deserves, no one should be working in their business 24 seven period. Like I'm just going to say that. But of course, many of us learn this the hard way because we burn out or something happens And for me, once I was able to devote more time and energy to my job, it like quickly escalated. It was like a very slippery slope. And um, so the hustle mode really kicked into high gear. And I would say, let me think. So that was in 2016, 2017. And then by the time I opened my studio in 2018, I was like full-blown hustle mode. Like I was just... There was like no slowing down. <laughs> and by that time, I was also starting to step into this whole um, coaching, like educating world, and um, which was very exciting. But I was trying to do it on top of essentially a full-time job behind the chair as well as being like a wife, mom, human. And um, so, yeah, I started burning out really hardcore. I started getting very ill. That was when some of my first symptoms of like this lupus stuff started coming up like pretty intensely. And um, that was one of the big reasons why I actually opened the studio because I was getting such terrible migraines and rashes and like all these, I was getting the mouth sores. Like I was um, in a salon that didn't have great ventilation. And I'm pretty positive that being around so many fumes all the time um, contributed to the decline of of my health like so quickly. And so being in a more controlled environment was really the biggest draw to being in the studio. That and I've always wanted my own place. So I thought this was a perfect first step. And it actually, it ended up being really good being in the controlled environment. My health actually it got much better um, because I also paired it with taking a little, I started understanding that I needed to take better care of myself. I needed to take more time for myself, blah, 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 the whole snowball, right? So fast forward to shutdown. I have been on this journey for like two years, like really implementing boundaries, um, taking time off, not coming in early, not staying late, not coming in on my days off, like all those things, right? Really sticking to a schedule, raising my prices, um, having uncomfortable conversations with clients. Um, You know, I joined a community of women um, that mostly were like business owners, um, but mostly they just were women who wanted to like you know, be in community and support one another. And that was really amazing. And that's kind of what tipped the scale over finally to be like, okay, cool. 
<laughs> I think I'm on the right track here. So even though I had already been doing all these things, right, March hit, and then it was like, oh my fucking God, like, what do you mean I have to just be home, like home doing doing nothing? Like, it was a fucking mental trip, crazy trip. Like, yes, it gave me time to focus on my coaching business, which was awesome. Like I actually, I got to dive deep into that. I got to offer my first program. Um, I've, I've now worked with like 20 something women in the last eight months since when July, um, you know, which has been so amazing. And I wouldn't have been able to devote that much time and energy to, to it if I had been at work because I never would have probably taken as much time for it that it really that I wanted to, right? Because I would have felt tied to being in my studio or being behind the chair. So, <laughs> so you know, it was the mental part. It was the mindset stuff. And so when I hired my coach and we really started working through the mindset, it was like that final piece that clicked for me. And I was like, whoa, holy shit. Like, this is this is it like this is the stuff this is what's been missing like this changed my life it really did so that became such a part of my coaching how I coach the advice I give my clients and it seems to be the piece that everybody is missing and so I was like whoa okay so I'm not I'm not a branding coach after all like I thought I was teaching people how to like authentically brand themselves which of course I still do coach to that. It's still something that I coach to and that comes up. But that's not like the foundation of my coaching. Mindset is now the basis of my coaching. And we go, we move from there. So that was the first thing that I was able to really like change my mind about and be okay with. And it's funny because the stories that I was telling myself about why I couldn't change my mind about that was just like but people are already saying you know they um they're already saying that you know I don't know you're already known for this and people are like they already expect this from you you can't change your mind you're gonna like you know people aren't aren't gonna like it and then finally and I made a podcast episode about this as well um if you scroll back it's one of like the earlier episodes and it's like why do I give a shit what I mean okay of course I want my clients to be happy of course like when I say why do I give a shit what other people think it's not necessarily like how it sounds but at the same time why do we give a shit about what other people think like you know we can't be so worried um that we that we don't do what we really want and need to do for ourselves and for our businesses. I mean, that's where people get in trouble. That's that slippery slope, right? Where you're no longer making decisions for yourself. You're only making decisions for other people. So that's what I mean when I say, (laughs) you know, um, that we have to make decisions for ourselves and like make up our own fucking rules because at the end of the day, We can't make all of our decisions. We can't base all of our decisions on what other people are going to say or think or even what our clients are going to think, right? Because if we 
know ourselves, if we're really tapped in to, you know, who we are, our core value system, what we stand for, how, what kind of impact we want to make, like what kind of business we want to run, then there's really no way we can fuck up. Right. And even if we do fuck up, like nothing is so fuck upable that our business or our life will be ruined. I mean, honestly, you know, I know it's so easy. Our brains love to try and make us think that things are so black and white. You know, it's either this or it's that. It's either success or it's failure. And it's like, oh my gosh, no, there's like so much gray area in between so many things. And, you know, we don't have to be, and also like, we don't have to measure success to what other people say it is, right? I mean, I consider myself extremely successful and I don't have a million dollar business or like wait lists of people waiting for my shit or like, I don't know. I mean, there's like so many things like I don't have, I, I, I don't know. I don't have like 10,000 Instagram followers, like I, anything like that, you know? But I believe that what I'm doing is making a difference. And I believe that um, people really want to hear what I have to say. And I believe in what I'm saying and what I'm doing so much that, you know, I know I'm making an impact and that's pretty much enough for me. Like, of course, you know, finances are a real thing and um, we all do have to make money. So eventually, yes, I do suspect and expect my business to grow financially as well. And I know that it's going to happen. It's inevitable. Like my success in all aspects is inevitable and you should believe that yours is too, which means that even if you change your mind, success is still inevitable. You will still have everything you want as long as you know who you are and you know why you're moving the way you're moving. If you're just throwing what do they say? Throw spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks. Like if you're just switching strategies every five seconds, then chances are like, no, of course, nothing's really going to stick because you have, you do have to give things time. Okay. Like it's been what since, so it's since July, it's like been seven months for me since I launched my first program. And I could very easily be telling myself the story of you're, you haven't hit like, (laughs) I don't know, a ten, like I've had one 10 K month. Um, but honestly in the middle of a fucking pandemic shutdown, like I think that's actually okay. It's fun. like, that is amazing to have hit an, a 10 K month. Hello. It's fucking awesome. Like, but also it's, it's not like the end all be all of my business, right? I have clients I am doing what I like to do. I feel like I'm making a difference. Like those are the things that are going to come first for me and fuel my fire and fuel my decision making, not the money and not the followers, right? And it's hard though because listen, I just got sucked down this rabbit hole a couple weeks ago. And so I'm going to tell y'all about it. So it's interesting because, you know, we all have our things that 
I don't know, we're like week two or whatever. And for me, you know, I really love social media. I love being on Instagram. I, I mean, I'm a social like extroverted person. So of course, when the shutdown happened and we couldn't even be outside or be anywhere with anybody <laughs> outside of our household. Yeah. Part of me went a little like berserko and I really was craving human interaction. Like most, most of us. I spent more time on social media, which then eventually led to a slow build up to really bad comparison and competition. Um, it was like an overconsumption. So it happened a couple times over quarantine where I just was like, oh my God, I'm feeling these gross feelings of like lack and yuck and just like, I feel just, a, I feel like a piece of shit, like, like something's wrong with me. Nothing's wrong with me. And I know that. So like my mindset work has gotten me to a place where I can recognize what's happening. I can, I have this awareness now that comes to these thoughts fairly quickly and I can ask myself, okay, like, what do I need to do right now to like, kind of just keep this at bay? Maybe what nothing will change, but at least I know that maybe I can stop the progression of this instead of it snowballing to a place where I can no longer catch it. Usually it means putting down the fucking phone, um, getting in the bath, going for a walk, talking to a friend or my husband or whatever, um, playing with my kid. Um, we got a switch for Christmas. So sometimes I'll just pick up Mario Kart and start playing because then my hands are occupied and I can't do anything else. Um, sometimes I just lay down and take a nap. I'll journal, like whatever I feel like I need to do, whatever feels good for my body and whatever my thoughts need in that moment, um, is what I do. But, you know, recently it got really bad and I think I didn't catch it sooner for a few reasons. Part I mean, partially because I'm a human and I'm not perfect and I don't catch it perfectly every time. Right. Um, but I've been feeling like, I don't know, I've been having like a slight identity crisis. <laughs> so I, when I feel kind of stressy or if I feel kind of bummed out or if I'm not really sure about something, you know, I will start scrolling social media. That's kind of my go-to thing. And I've now realized this. I didn't so much realize it just this few weeks ago, right? Like I'm now realizing that is like, those are triggering feelings for me. And for whatever reason, I look for I guess support. I look for support, community, um, interactions, those ki that kind of thing with with other people. But instead of um, instead like so scrolling social media, it's like good and bad, right? Because if you're not really selective about what you're consuming on social media, it can become very toxic very quickly. And for me, like I thought I had done a really good job of like curating the space, but I realized I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. Every time I go on social media, like I get further down, sucked further down this rabbit hole of you're not enough. You're not doing enough. Like you're lame. You're boring. People don't give a shit about what you're saying. Like it was all this evidence to tell me, see, 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 like just quit now. Like this is fucking stupid. Like you're wasting your time. And, um, everyone else is doing this better than you. And I was like, oh my God. So I went on like an unfollowing 
rem- I, I unfollowed a bunch of people. I removed a bunch of followers. Um, I muted a bunch of people that I wasn't quite sure if I necessarily wanted to unfollow, but I knew like I didn't want to consume their stuff right now. So um, I did that and that helped for sure. And what's funny is like once once I did that, it was like I put myself back in the driver's seat and I was in much, like way more control of kind of what was happening. So immediately I did start feeling better, right? But then like the snowball thoughts started to happen of like, what if I like, oh my fucking God, like what if I just did this all wrong? It was like, okay, hold on. We didn't do it wrong. We did it how we thought we wanted to do it or needed to do it. And now we're taking, we're zooming out and taking a look and figuring out, does this really feel good? Is this really the thing I want to do? And so what I did was I was, I was so hyper-focused on growing the coaching business that, you know, everything else just kind of like became non-existent. I mean, it was bizarre. It was like, I just, I talk all the time about bringing your full human self, like into your business. Um, but I had stopped doing that. I, I, I fell into the trap of I'm a business coach and I have to show up in this kind of way or people aren't going to understand. They're not going to see me as like, I don't know, professional, I guess. And like, which is so funny. Cause like, I'm the first person to be like, fuck professional, like be yourself. <laughs> and then here I was like, totally doing that same thing that I tell my clients not to do all the time <laughs> or help my clients to break out of, right? I was totally succumbing to bro culture and like doing things a certain way and listening to the experts and like blah, fucking blah. So I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that this happened. You know, it's like, what, how did this happen? So a couple weeks ago, I switched my Instagram to just be about coaching and then um, started, I, so I, when I had my studio, my assistant was also renting a chair from me there and her and I had our own page. Like it was just like the studio E um, Instagram page. And that has always been lingering in the background. So like, I'll just turn that into my personal page. and I'll talk about personal stuff there. And at first it helped because I, again, my brain likes to compartmentalize things. So, so I was able to only think about the coaching business. Well, that's like my old patterning coming up. That's like not really a healthy way to run a business. You shouldn't only be thinking about your business, right? So I, (laughs) so it was working for like a week and then all of a sudden, um, Last week, something came up with another coach in the industry. Her and I um, had a conversation and, um, you know, it wasn't a great, it did not go over well for her. And it was like, (laughs) not, it, it ended up exactly how I figured it would, which was unfortunate because I was hopeful that it would go a different direction and it just didn't. So, um, without going into the details of it all, because that's just, not my style of like putting people on blast publicly. Um, it, it made me take a step back. Like I was like, I can't be on Instagram right now. It feels disgusting and toxic. And like this chick just totally like ruined it for me. Of course, it's like slightly dramatic. No one person can ruin anything for you. Like not really, but I took a break. Like I just kind of was like, I'm just, I had my scheduled content. So I posted that and that was it. I was like kind of 
chilling at home, not doing much, like really, really trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I thought, I really thought I wanted to get off Instagram completely and focus on something else, like a different platform. I don't know anything else. And, um, you know, once I allowed myself to, I was like, fuck, that's like a huge change, you know? what are people going to think? And then I was like, Elizabeth, we're not going there. So I just let myself live in the discomfort of not knowing. And it took me like four days, which isn't very long, but when you're stuck in like a decision-making thing, it feels like forever. And then I finally just realized, you know, this is why I want to do what I'm doing. Part of it, a huge part of it is healing sisterhood wounding and sisterhood trauma. And what I went through with this other woman really reminded me of why I I want to be a mentor and a coach to other women so that they can work through these things, these same things, stand in their power, be able to say the uncomfortable thing, right? Be able to have the uncomfortable conversations because they are powerful enough and feel confident enough to set those boundaries and demand to be treated in a way that they deserve. That's my, that's how I, I want would love every woman to feel, every person to feel, right? And for women, it's so taboo to not go with the flow. Like it's so taboo to be outspoken, to speak your truth, if it like to not be quote nice all the time. Like fuck being nice all the time. Okay. Like what is nice? It's like so nice now is like letting someone walk all over you. Nice is like letting someone gaslight you. It's like, no, no, fuck nice. <laughs> fuck it all. Like Let's just pretend nice isn't a word because I approached this woman extremely respectfully. Never once did I call her a name. Never once did I like accuse her. I just brought something to her attention, asked her to be more cognizant and more like, um, you know, what was, what's the other C word I'm thinking of? Um, uh, just like more thoughtful, right? Just be more aware. And, um, she freaked the fuck out. Just like I figured, I mean, not, I figured she would, that's, that actually does not sound very kind, but, um, in my experience with other women, this reaction is very, is very usual. Like it's the common usual reaction. And that's what I want to, I want my ripple effect in the world to be that that no longer is the way we interact with one another. Okay, I talk about sisterhood, I talk about community, I talk about support all the fucking time, but by no means does that mean um, that we, that I deal with like bullshit shenanigans. No, I respect myself, I love myself, and if someone else does not have that, have a respect, mutual respect for me, them, each other, whatever, then, you know, the relationship isn't going to work out. Because we're not going to communicate the same. We're not going to like move the same. We're not going to be um, aligned with the same value system. Not really, even though maybe the other person thinks that they're aligned with a value system. Like they're, they have a blind spot, you know, and it's okay to have a blind spot. It really is. But until you're ready 
to to see the blind spot for it not to be a blind spot anymore then there's nothing you know my the way i coach and what i say is not going to land well and that's something i've had to learn also so anyway it really made me remember why the foundations of why i what i'm building this business on and and, and what i want to do So long story short, I was like, fuck this. I need to just be me. I need Instagram to feel good again. I want this community to build again. I want people to like come to my page, see my stuff and have a sense of like comfort and knowing that I am here for them, that it's a place, they, a safe haven for them to be, um, away from the bullshit. Like I will always keep it real. I will always like share with them the things that I'm doing, Um, you know, almost like a little mini vlog, like kind of like a YouTube channel, but Instagram. And that's kind of how I built my Instagram in the beginning. And then again, I, I got hyper-focused on work, kind of lost that connection, then got it back. And then again, I got hyper-focused on work. This is my pattern, hyper-focus. Um, so then it's like, it's like you're hyper-focused so that, I don't know, you don't, nothing else can no, nothing. I think it's a way for me to guard myself because if I'm consumed with working in the business, then I don't have to worry about making relationships or like if someone hurts me or whatever. So I do know where this wound or sorry, this pattern comes from, like the wounding that it comes from, but I'm ready to not do that anymore, you know? And I'm also, you know, not going to let one person one interaction with one person, um, like change the course or derail the course of my business or my life. So I changed my mind, even though two weeks ago I was like, I'm only going to talk about coaching on this page. Then yesterday I went live and was like, I'm, I'm going to talk about everything on this page. And I was like, you know, people might think it's annoying and like weird or stupid or whatever, but I don't care. Like I get to make these choices because they're the best ones for me. And I want you to know that you can make your own choices as long as they're the right choices for you, right? And if you're constantly wondering like, well, what is that person going to think? Like, ooh, I can't do that because so-and-so and and la, 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 then you're not making choices for yourself. And that's something to look at. And it's okay. Don't make yourself wrong. It's okay. It's fucking normal to give a shit what other people think, right? So, look at that, bring more awareness to that. Maybe start journaling around that. Do some fear and truth journal entries, like brain dump all your fears, then write down all the truths and figure out maybe where this is coming from and how you might be able to approach it, right? And how to move forward from there. So, you know, if you need support, come find me. I always have something going on, something that can help you. And if not, like at least a conversation around it, like I'm always cool to chat in the DMs. Um, so, you know, that's it in a nutshell, (laughs) know yourself, make decisions based on what that person wants. Sometimes what they, what you need as well, but sometimes need can be too heavily influenced by should. So I like to really look at like my desires, like what I really want. And then I'm like, okay, this is okay. This is turning into a need. So I'm cool with moving forward from here. So that's it for today. Um, I still have a couple seats open for the Magnetic Bitch Bootcamp. Um, it's 
now going to be a group program because again, I've like done major pivoting. I have a couple seats left. If you're interested, come and knock on my door, find me on um, Instagram. It's super at a super affordable price. You can still break it up into payments. Um, it's going to be really great. It's um, a whole month, 30 days of me as your almost like a one-on-one coach. Um, we're going to be in a group together, but it's a small group of five, five people. And we're going to go over how to organize your business, mindset for your business. Um, I'll show you some branding tricks in Canva and other places. And like, let's see what else we're going to do. Strategy. We're going to talk about everything, anything you need. And um, it's going to be pretty customized, but also, you know, not quite as customized as a one-on-one experience because there'll be five people in there. But it keeps the price down. It makes it more um, affordable. And I hope that we work together. Okay? I love you all so much. And I'll see you next week.